Hello, fellow gamers. Welcome to the Video Gamers Podcast, hosted by three lifelong gamers. We are so excited to have you with us as we break down This Week in Gaming, talking about our favorite news stories over the past week. You can find us on socials everywhere at Video Gamers Pod, and we would be ever so thankful if you would rate us five stars. And for those of you with an iPhone, a written review in Apple Podcasts. I am your host, Paul. And joining me, he's dusting off his dodge button for one of the most anticipated expansions of the last few years. It's Josh. Dude, if there is one thing I know how to spam, it is the dodge button. <laughs> and not only that, but I will I will pump as many points into stamina as I can. So I can, so you can just, block or roll I more. can roll like you wouldn't believe, man. I basically just tire out the bosses. So then they're just like, sure. oh my goodness. Okay, I give up. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that like the Homer Simpson approach? Just eat all the punches until they wear themselves out yeah. and, and then win the match. It works. Okay. There you go. Good inspiration. And then joining Josh and me, he's bringing a gun to a sword fight. It's Ryan. <laughs> Is there any other way? Like what else to do? It's like cheating in real life. <laughs> yep. Could be a pickup truck, Ryan, or an Apache attack helicopter. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man, so much fun stuff to talk about today. I think we got to start out by talking about the fact that we got our first look at Shadow of the Earth Tree. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh. Yeah, Which, we did, boys. <laughs> some of us are more excited than others, if you couldn't tell. Uh, so this expansion is offering a new story set in the land of Shadow. It promises new weapons, equipment, weapon skills, and magic, along with, of course, new enemies, boss encounters, and plot lines. Josh, we're just going to oh, clear the paint for you. You are famously the biggest Dark Souls fan out of the three of us. I know you must be excited to have this on the way. I, I dude, I when they when we got the announcement that there was going to be a gameplay trailer. I geeked out like you guys could not imagine. I instantly was like posting on social media, just, oh my goodness, guys. Thankfully, I had other people that were geeking out with me because I know you two are not the biggest Dark Souls fans. Um, and then the anticipation was bananas. I set a reminder for myself because it came out at like <laughs> 8 o'clock, 8 a.m. our time was the trailer. And I yeah. was like the nerd that was in the YouTube channel like 20 minutes refresh, early. Refresh. Like, refresh. no, because it had like the countdown timer going. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and I was just waiting, man, just waiting. And it was like watching, like, I, you, I don't know if you guys remember, but like when Star Wars Episode One came out and the lines for the movie theater were like five miles long, that's what I felt like on this. I was just like, I can't wait. What am I going to watch? I can't, I'm so glad I have eyeballs so I can see it. <laughs> and it was not disappointing, man. That's all I'm saying is Shadow of the Earth Tree looks sweet. Meanwhile, Ryan set an alarm so that way he knew when to take a nap. Yeah, yes. I don't think he cared about this. Oh, uh, but okay. So to the listeners, Ryan has never played Elden Ring. And I told him before we started recording that the second it is my turn to force a friend oh, no. a game. I'm telling you right now, Ryan, I'm picking Elden Ring for you because if you oh. haven't played it yet, you're in for a treat, buddy. And I, then I'm going to pick Final Fantasy VII Rebirth yo. and we're going we're gonna to drive yo, Ryan. Oh my God. the best Rise. friends ever. Well, okay, okay, wait a minute. Now, in any circumstance, if somebody said, I'm going to make you play Elden Ring, which is arguably one of the best games of the last decade, and then Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, which, I mean, isn't out yet, but we all know is going to be great. Most people yeah. would be like, dude, I love you, man. 
Ryan's just like, oh, I'm just, I'm guys, just beyond words you right like now. like playing wonderful video games. <laughs> yeah, Roll Simulator 2024 <laughs> is what we're going to play. Good thing you have n- well, not eyeballs. You have thumbs, so you can just roll nonstop. That's what you have. You got to time yes. those rolls, man. <laughs> oh, so much rolling. All right. So I will say it looks an awful lot like a whole lot more Elden Ring. I mean, I think the size and the scope of this is going to be quite large. I mean, we have heard that it is from software's largest expansion to date. So I don't think this is one of those, you know, minor DLCs. I think this is going to be more akin to almost having a sequel to Elden Ring. I think it's going to be that big and that large. One of the reasons this just doesn't really matter to me, and I've already made this comment in the past, if I wanted more Elden Ring, I would go back and beat Elden Ring. Uh, I believe I got through five out of the 18 main bosses. So I'm not really hurting for more Elden Ring. I could always go back to that if I wanted. Um, we've never done an expansion as a deep dive, so I I don't really think we will for this either. Um, but Josh is looking surprised. Why didn't we cover Phantom Liberty? Oh my God. Phantom Liberty we would have done a deep dive on before uh, Shadow you, of the okay. Earth Tree. I was on the Phantom Liberty train instantly instantly on that one ryan has not played cyberpunk since its initial release because he got (laughs) caught up with all the bugs and then paul you played through wait did you play through phantom liberty you never played it did you i bought it i got through like the first hour and i just never went back i need new friends if anybody out there wants to be friends just just come to the Discord got, server. Please take him. Take Josh from us, please. <laughs> Which is so funny because I'm the biggest cyberpunk fan I out know. of the three of us. What? It's in my top three of all time. Dude. I just, I, I, I got to do a full playthrough. That's what no, I'm you waiting. Don't. you don't. I jumped in. I know dude. you don't have to, but I tried getting back in. I didn't remember any buttons. They make you redo you all your it skills. Out. It takes like an hour. It takes like an hour and yeah. a half. And then you're like, okay, I remember all this now. Let's I will do it say, together. No, we're going to start it together, Paul. Me and you, and we'll do it, and we'll putting, be able to talk about it. That's putting so much we'll, on yourself, though. We'll do a third deep dive for <laughs> Cyberpunk. We've already done it twice. Oh, man. <laughs> we'll bring it back. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I love you guys regardless of your weird missing of wonderful games and expansions. All right, look, we'll see what the gaming schedule looks like. It'll come out on June 21st. There's this nothing. summer we already looks talked light about that. right now. It looks light now. We don't know what it'll look like later, but the standard edition's 40 bucks. I think this is obviously going to sell gangbusters. People are going to love it. It's going to be a few hundred more hours of playtime that everyone can do. I will say that my TikTok's been feeding me a lot of Elden Ring lately, and I do really enjoy the footage. Oh. It's a lot of... Elden Ring summed up in one clip and it'll just be some guy getting chain hit five times and he falls off a building and then something else swings by and kills him and it says you are dead. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's about right. Yeah, there's yeah, a, I'm- I was going to say there's there's a car in my neighborhood that uh, on the back, the windshield, it just has you're dead. In like big red letters, and oh, it just makes that's me off. funny. And I and I see it occasionally, <laughs> at once every you know few weeks. I just see it and I laugh, and it brings me back to playing Blood Blood uh, Bloodborne. And uh, yeah, just PTSD for sure. Well, I know a lot of people are, are are pumped for this one. Only a couple months out, so you don't have to wait too much longer for Shadow of the Erd Tree. <laughs> 
All right. And then before moving on, we would love to ask our listeners to consider signing up on Patreon or through Apple subscriptions. Support starts at $5 a month and listener support is why our show gets to continue. Supporters get access to bonus Squadcast episodes, which come out twice a month. I think they are some of our best content. We actually just released a Squadcast for free on February 23rd. You can always go back and listen to that to kind of get an idea of what you would get along with support. Um, We talk about some shenanigans like who's most likely to rob a bank, uh, whether you should use a fork or a spoon to eat mac and cheese, you know, some great stuff like that fork. Uh, and then <laughs> Apple subscribers are anonymous to us, so we don't know who you are. But if you sign up on Patreon, you also get a shout out on the show, which is a lot of fun. So go check that out at MultiplayerSquad.com. All right, Ryan, we got Elden Ring out of the way. Oh, oh now we can talk about oh. a game that was not on my radar, but it sure is now. Kingmakers. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I am so much more excited to talk about this. This is a co op action strategy sandbox game. The announcement, or not the announcement trailer, but the gameplay trailer that we got starts out very innocently with like a medieval battle. We've got dudes in armor with swords and shields fighting other dudes with armor and swords and shields. And then all of a sudden it like cuts to a dude in a pickup truck. And back to the future style, it goes back in time, starts mowing over these knights in the field, jumps out, starts popping with a pistol. Next thing you know, he's shooting a rocket launcher and got a sniper. Now there's like an attack helicopter raining down fire in the middle of this battle in the 1500s. I mean, this trailer is truly hilarious kind of went gangbusters when it first released a lot of people couldn't help but talk about it i think it's one of the funniest trailers we've seen in quite some time oh i yeah i definitely before we even decided to to cover this on the twig um i i saw it blow up all over instagram and twitter and stuff like that and i just kept seeing that truck that pickup truck just poured in and just you know like you said back (laughs) to the future in and then just run over a bunch of those old you know English soldiers running around and and you just got an you run around with the AK. He's got grenade launcher. He's got grenades. He's got all kinds of crazy things. The biggest thing that that made me laugh is um you know at the end of it all it pans out and it's got kind of like that that picturesque moment and it's a dude on a horse and he just looks like the default like skin from the counter terrorist on like Counter Strike. Because he's got <laughs> he's got like a gun and like the the whole yeah. whole helmet and everything, so I, I'm super stoked. It seems uniquely just crazy and funny, and something that I, I don't know. Sometimes these things are just they're not going to have a lot of longevity, but I think they're going to just be crazy fun and something that's going to be a blast for you know its its lifetime. Josh, you think this is a real game, or do you think it's just a meme? I, because I, I I'm a little worried it could be just like meme content. Yeah, and not I much do else. think it's going to be a real game. Um, I will say the trailer is fantastic. Like it makes you oh, laugh. Yeah. It makes you go, "Why hasn't somebody done this already?" Um, there are a thousand of these knights like on the field at any given moment. When you say you're mowing them down, it's like you're driving through a cornfield, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, that's how many With ragdoll physics. Yes. And everywhere. they're ragdolling everywhere. <laughs> I, I mean, yes. Yeah, so I do think this is legitimately a game. 
I think Ryan touched on it that I think there is a very good chance that this is like the thing on Twitch for like two weeks and then it's over at that point. We don't really know the extent of the gameplay. Whatever it is, is going to be hilarious and fun for at least several hours. I would like to know a little bit more about the game itself. I mean, at one point they show the guy up on the battle, the, the, the ramparts of a castle sniping down. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. he's sniping into a horde of like 5,000 soldiers. Like what good is a sniper rifle going to do? He's picking off the generals. I mean, I on get the horses. it, but it's just like, so I, I you know, I, I definitely has my attention. I just don't know what the actual gameplay is going to be like, because if it's just like mowing grass, like, yes, that'll be hilarious. And that'll be funny. But that's going to get old real, real quick. You know what I mean? So there, I would like to see a little bit more as far as like, what am I supposed to do? Now, you can play this co-op as well, which oh, yeah. gets me very interested. And they even showed elements of almost like an RTS game because you yes. are plopping down like buildings and like little outcropping like houses and stuff like that. And then at one point, you're looking at this big top down map where you can see all these different like battalions of guys running around and you actually like, like move one over to another area that needs it. And then the game pans down into like the first person view of your guy and you start running along with your army, something out of like Braveheart where you're like, Charge! you know, and I'm like, <laughs> it gets you hyped. So then it I'm does. like, but, but, but what is the game? That's my question. Dude. I just hope they have more century. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one weapon Ryan would bring with him <laughs> back to the 1500s. Yeah, the, the gameplay, I, I think we all agree it's a great idea, right? The idea of bringing modern weapons back to the 1500s and going ham is a hilarious idea. If the execution's there, I think it could be something great. When I when I say, is it just a meme? I, I, I don't mean that it's like literally not no, a game. I, yeah. But just for our listeners, I think there is a little bit of concern or fear that this is solely driven by the concept of Twitch streamers will have to play this and therefore that kind of game will be successful. So whether or not the gameplay works, let's just make this anyway and release it. I think that's the fear. Um, the only thing we really know about gameplay, just to flesh out a little bit more of what Josh was saying, you do run around in third person mode where you're doing all the funny stuff that you see in the trailer. And then you can switch to strategy mode, which goes into that isometric traditional RTS view where you're moving your armies. And so when you play co-op up to four player, we know that everyone will get to be the general of their own army. So you will control only your army units and you'll be able to play it as a team, which could be a lot of fun. I don't know what's in the water in 2024, but we're getting like Pal World Pokemon with slavery, yeah. <laughs> and we've got Kingmakers, which is just, you know, crazy modern weapons in the past, Helldivers 2, over the top patriotism, and, you know, aliens. I don't know what it is, but this year's giving us some wacky games, but I'm actually really for I was it. Say, it's I'm been very invented. For, yeah, for, for a year that we thought was just going to be ho-hum boring, this has uh, turned out so far in uh, February, you know, late February yeah. right now, to be just absolutely wild. Yeah. Like, so far, what would you rate 2024 up to this point? Like, I'd give it A-, minus, maybe even an A? Yeah. With Helldivers, hundred uh, percent. Oh, it's in an A. Helldivers, sure. yeah. Pal World. Yeah, I mean, yeah there's so been so far, so much fun that's stuff. the that's the key. Is like we, we talked about that void 
That's why with like Shadow of the Earth Tree, I think the timing is perfect. Mid-June, mid to late June, there's nothing around there. You know, so it's like there is that void that we think is coming. Now, we're also pretty sure that we'll probably get some surprise releases and something will be way better than it had any right to be kind of thing, too. But yeah, right now, 2024 is an A, easy. Yeah, it's been crushing it. All right, well, let's go ahead and take a short break and we'll be right back. All right, we're back from break. There is another game that we want to talk about here that we have not yet mentioned on the pod. And I know that it's got quite a following. Some of our listeners are probably already very well aware of Sandland. It's actually a series of Japanese graphic novels. I did not know very much about this at all. I had only heard the name. And basically, the whole idea behind this game and in the novels is that it takes place in the future. Humans and demons live together on a desert planet that's running short of water. They say it's a third-person action RPG. And I don't know if this is the official term, but it has that like cell shaded animation yep. style. Uh, I know that there are some different ones that are very similar, but that gives you an idea of how the game looks. The demons are not like scary. They're like cute, small demons that you're playing alongside of. And we got a very generous nine minute video breaking down all of the gameplay. I will just say for the first 30 seconds, I was kind of just rolling my eyes like, dude, this is not made for me. This is kind of stupid. I did the same thing. But then like the more I watched it, I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Okay, you can do what with vehicles? Okay, what now? And then by the end of it, I'm like, this is actually kind of cool. And I, I, I was kind of on board by the end of it. Yeah, I, I was the exact same way, man. Initially, I was like, and I like anime. Like I watch a pretty good bit of anime. And so it was like, okay, yeah, that's neat. And then exact same thing, Paul. I was like, Oh, wait, there's fighting? Okay, that, that, that looks kind of... Wait, okay, yep, he's got abilities. And then they start getting into the vehicles, and they start showcasing like all of these different vehicles and tanks and walkers, and, and then they get into more and more of that. They start talking about all the different lands that you go through. There's sand waterfalls and all this stuff. And I mean, they really start diving into the gameplay portion. And that's when it landed for me. And I was like, yo, this game... I am super interested in because all of these systems look very fleshed out. I mean, the, the world looks huge. I like the art style. It's got some like kind of character to all of the different people that you come across and the, your little demon guy, he's all like pouty and like mean looking. He looks ticked <laughs> off all the time, even though he looks like he's like two feet tall and stuff like that. Little I, emo. <laughs> I'm here for this one, man. Like, honestly, this one went from me not knowing a single thing about it to like, I am actually pretty darn excited for this game now. That That's cool. That that gets me excited because I don't know um, how big of fans you guys are, but like watching this, I immediately got Dragon Ball vibes. Yeah, a little and bit. Then, right? And then right away in it, they said it's made by Toriyama, who created Dragon Ball. Cause and then and then it all started to click, which made sense for me. So like your your main character, the the guy, he's kind of like a kid Goku with the tail and 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 then just like you said, like the way the art style is, it all looked like that. So it almost made me feel comfortable and at home because I'm a big Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super, all those. I'm a huge fan of that. Love all of it. So I immediately was like drawn to this. So I'm super stoked that you guys um, love it. But it is funny how you can see um, how how the uh, you know there's not a big difference from 
some of the other creations. Like Anne, one of the characters in the thing looks just like Android 18. Uh, the main guy, like I said, looks like a kid Goku. Um, all the uh, mechs, like the vehicles and all that stuff, the tanks and everything else look like Red Ribbon Army. So um, if I'm getting too much into the weeds, sorry, but <laughs> I'm a big Dragon Ball fan. But yeah, it, it, it's I, I, I'm excited. I like a lot of the features you can do. I like a lot of the upgrades to the mechs. I like the, the combat. Everything to me looked really cool. And I'm from a game that I really didn't know much about. I'm pretty excited for this one. It definitely caught me off guard. <laughs> came out of nowhere I'd yeah never heard of this totally. game before yeah totally and now out I'm, of nowhere i'm in and the crazy part is the release date is april 24th like this is two this, months this yeah. is what we're talking about where did this game come from april was supposed <laughs> to be a nothing burger of a month man like <laughs> uh my birthday's in april thank you no i just made for gaming wise <laughs> okay. Ryan. yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously april is great for your birthday <laughs> Yeah, I, there's a lot to love in, in what you see here. I think the thing that hyped up people the most are the vehicles and the mechs. Yeah. So this is what actually drew me on board. Because before this, they're like, every character has a light attack and a heavy attack. And you can dodge. And I'm like, okay, well, that sounds like every other game Batman Arkham combat. <laughs> like, that's cool, but that's nothing new or different. But once they started highlighting the vehicles... So basically, there's like certain types of mechs that can hop and leap, and you see them like jumping over certain, you know, obstacles. But then other ones will hover over water, and they have other ones that can destroy like rocks that are blocking certain mountain paths and things like that. But then it's all super customizable. You take these vehicles, you can swap out what type of engine, you swap out suspension mods. So they're like, switch out the suspension and the, the, it's going to you know perform quite differently. You can swap out the weapon types. That stuff to me sounded very cool. I am not one to care a whole lot about customizing the vehicles because they go into that a lot as well with stickers and all that. But actually changing the gameplay is neat. And you get to run around with five of these. So you can like activate which one you want to summon and then it'll pop up and you can use it. So the, And you fight in those vehicles as well. It's not just for travel. So I thought all that seemed very cool. They also highlighted a couple other things like racing, bounties, arena fights. I mean, it's a $60 game. So they're going to have to bring it to make it worth the money. It looks huge though. That's the one thing that kept catching me off guard was it's like, okay, well here's this, you know, run around and kind of uh, action oriented, like kind of brawling RPG kind of thing. But then like you said, it goes into the, all the different mechs and the customizing and they're just showing them in a garage. And there's like, 20 options of things that you can change out, swap out, upgrade, all that stuff. It almost felt a little bit like Gran Turismo where it's like, oh, I can tune my suspension and my engine and my brakes, my rotors and all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm here for that. But then like you said, Paul, you know, they get through all of this stuff and then they're showing races and all this other stuff. And I'm like, dude, how big is this game? Like all of this is speaking my language. I will say my one concern is I remember being very excited about a game that looked somewhat similar in some ways. And that game was a game called Biomutant, you know, (laughs) where it was like, hey, you're running around, you're doing all this crazy fighting. You have all these options on how you want to fight things, whether it's ranged or melee. And they kind of went in all this customization and then Biomutant flopped because it was just it had no soul to it. I don't think that this is going to happen. But that's my like one concern is it's like I've seen a game that got me really interested before and then was kind of soulless. 
I really hope this is not the case and this is actually going to deliver what we've been hoping for in that regard. Yeah, my biggest concern is that the open world parts looked a little empty. So it reminded me a little bit of Forspoken in that regard where it's a giant desert landscape and all I can see are the five enemies they're fighting and like nothing else is around it. So I don't know if that's like a stylistic choice or how long it'll take to travel. Uh, but we'll we'll find out here pretty soon. I mean, eight weeks in this game is, is going to yeah. be here. I love it. <laughs> all right. And then moving into our last story of the week. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. <laughs> Sega's Crazy Taxi. One of my all-time favorite games. Oh, yeah. I don't know about you guys. Once upon a time, I rented a Sega Dreamcast just so I could play Crazy Taxi <laughs> at home. Because our local Peter Piper Pizza had an arcade with Crazy Taxi. I would blow all of my money there to play it. So being able to play it at home was such a treat. Um, If anyone's never played Crazy Taxi, it's like the best named game ever. You're just a taxi driver. And the more crazy you drive, the more tips you get. And I remember this being like a certain time when you got a lot of funny driving games, whether it was Driver or crazy taxi where you'd get these bonuses. If you would like whip around cars without hitting them and stuff like that. So what's, what's a little weird though about it is that Sega is rebooting the franchise and it's going to be triple a in scope, but it's going to be live service monetization. And that struck me as a little bit weird. Like I'm not even sure how you make crazy taxi a live service game. Well, First things first, I am one of those people that has never played Crazy Taxi. Whoa. Really? And I had a Sega. I know that sounds crazy. I told you guys before we recorded and I had something to tell you. And that is it. And on top of that, I had never seen a single second of footage of Crazy Taxi. Oh, my god! I can't believe this. Until before this, this episode. And then I went and watched some gameplay. And it's crazy. But it's like... I mean, this, I, it just like the, the, the thing I could equate it to, cause I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that have maybe I've heard the title, but I've, I know nothing about it. What this looked like to me is like a cracked out, methed up, uh, like GTA driving around and just picking people up and dropping them <laughs> off as fast as you possibly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, where do you want? <laughs> of course, that's what that's it is. Perfect. Paul that's Ryan the- just being like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the exact description. Perfect. Meth taxi driver. You yeah. can call it that. That's what it is. It's and I mean, it was. I'm I watched ten minutes of this just straight. Kept waiting for like something else to happen. And it's well, like you're against a timer and like the people are cheering <laughs> as you're running over people. And like, I don't know, man, it, it looked right, bonkers. On. It came out in 99. So this is a 25 year old game. All right. This was when cruising the USA was the coolest driving game that you could play. And all of a sudden you throw in something like crazy taxi, which is kind of like, let's take cruising the USA and GTA DNA and cross them. And that's why Crazy Taxi was so much fun. You had crazy arcade driving mechanics, and then you throw in all the humor. You would literally pick up people, and they'd be like, drive me to KFC. And you'd have a little meter, and if you ran out of time, they would leap out of your car, and you wouldn't get paid. (laughs) And so you had to like run these chain customers and, and keep reaching the goal as it would get shorter. But there were also other modes that were thrown in there. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do to make this AAA in scope. Like, are you building a taxi empire and there's some kind of like progression? I have no idea, 
but I can't wait to find out more. Oh, I'm with you. And another one, too, like, it was weird, that late 90s, early 2000s, that era was just these weird driving games where, like, you had the Simpsons hit and run or whatever it was. Yeah, that's that was another, another great, one. great one. I know I, I played a lot of that at uh, Aunt Mary's house, and it's just, it's just one of those where it's just dumb fun. You have these objectives. You got to run around. It's crazy. It's chaotic, and it's just enjoyable. It's just fun. It's it's like Josh said. It's a messed up taxi driver going crazy, and you're like, this is wild, and I'm I'm all for it. And so, the second I saw this, Paul usually does a lot of God bless him. Does all our you know twig research a lot of stuff and he posts stuff and and we go through and kind of mark what articles we want to cover and i saw crazy taxi and i immediately was like yes i'm <laughs> i am in on this i can't believe you never played it josh uh, yeah, i know now, you, you you never had a dreamcast though right my wife had a dreamcast um when i oh, met her and okay. i used to play that but she i mean she's not playing crazy taxi that's when i got into like soul caliber and house of the dead and stuff like that on it but sure yeah i mean i watched the video you guys know i love chaos and crazy things so i, I mean my interest is definitely peaked on this one I just don't know how they're going to make this a triple A game. The only thing I can envision is like a GTA style driving around a city kind of thing, which I've always said is honestly one of my favorite parts of GTA. So, I, you know, this is not slander to the game at all. I just don't have an like a clue on what to expect triple a crazy taxi game that's also a live service like this is just it's baffling to me i'm here for it but it's just baffling it's definitely baffling i i was going to say how many times have we said josh the best parts of gta are the driving and i was going to make that comparison and say that's basically what crazy taxi was in 99 even though that was before some of the more beloved gta entries it just took that idea of driving wild in a city filled with people and other vehicles. So I don't know if they plan on making it where you can get out of your car and maybe it will be like a full open world action but, game like GTA. I don't know if that's what they see, have. Then in the everybody's cards. just going to compare it to GTA at that point. So if you're going that route, you either got to knock it out of the ballpark or you got to seriously lean into like the humor side of it and the crazy meth side of it. Yeah. I mean, this is not going to be coming out anytime soon. There there were some other leaks. It looks like they're going to remake the original Crazy Taxi, and that'll be released separately yeah. first, and then we'll get the reboot. But they are guessing uh, 2026 at the earliest. So we'll have to keep our eye out on that. But we, we don't have any concrete news quite yet, other than the fact that they're making it. That's all I need. All right. <laughs> what was that? I said, that's all I need, baby. Oh, that's all I need to. The name, all I need to hear is Crazy Taxi, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I, I, I'll am I pay for it. I do not pre-order games. That's one I actually would pre-order right. just because 14-year-old Paul is so excited that there's a new Crazy Taxi. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much to everyone out there for joining us for this week in gaming. Please remember to rate our show five stars and go check out Patreon support. You'll get those bonus episodes and everything else. You can do that at MultiplayerSquad.com. We're also on socials everywhere at Video Gamers Pod and come join our free Discord. There's a link in the episode description. And until next time, happy gaming. See ya. All right. See everybody. <laughs>